This is Minnesota Today for Thursday, January 26th. I'm NPR News reporter Nina Moini. Here's our top story right now. The Biden administration has imposed a 20-year mining ban on about 225,000 acres of federal land near the Boundary Waters. Dan Crocker reports the move today deals a blow to Twin Metals and other possible mining projects. The decision from Department of the Interior Secretary Deb Holland places about 350 square miles of federal land within the watershed of the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness off-limits from future mining exploration and development. The government says it made the move to protect the water resources of the Boundary Waters, the treaty territory of tribes in the area, and the region's wildlife. The withdrawal doesn't apply to the proposed Polymet Mine, which lies outside the watershed, or projects that rely on state or private mineral rights. Mining advocates have argued that projects like Twin Metals should be evaluated individually by state and federal agencies. I'm Dan Crocker, Duluth. After an hour of deliberations, a jury today found 30-year-old Cody Forenkam guilty of second-degree intentional murder in the death of 15-year-old Deshaun Hill. Prosecutors had alleged Forenkam fired the fatal shots. The criminal complaint didn't offer a motive beyond saying Hill and the suspect passed close to one another on a sidewalk near school, possibly close enough to brush shoulders. Witnesses in surveillance video put Foreign Cam at the scene. He allegedly told investigators he was in the area looking for someone who stole his cell phone. Hill died February 10th after being shot the previous day. He had been quarterback for the Minneapolis North High School football team. A bill prohibiting discrimination based on a person's natural hair texture or hairstyle is on its way to the governor's desk. The Minnesota Senate voted 45 to 19 to pass the bill today. Supporters said it would make explicit that it is illegal to discriminate based on hair in the workplace, school, or housing. DFL Senator Erin May Quaid of Apple Valley said it was a positive step forward. She said she experienced workplace discrimination against her naturally curly hair. In the year 2023, I'm, I'm glad we are here, but I can't believe it took us this long to acknowledge that the way that our hair grows out of our head... Um, is not bad. It is good. It is natural. It is beautiful. And this amendment gets us one step closer to telling every person, including little black, brown, and girls and boys with afros, that they are wonderful exactly how they are. Governor Tim Walls is expected to sign the measure into law. And here are some other stories we're watching. The group representing more than 300 police chiefs in Minnesota says shootings that injured three law enforcement officers this week underscore the need for more state funding for public safety. Tim Nelson has more. A statement released by the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association said its members were praying for the speedy recovery of the two sheriff's deputies wounded in a Monday shooting in Winstead and a White Bear Lake police officer injured in another shooting on Tuesday night. All were serving warrants at the time. The association said it's troubled by a trend of more violence encountered by police across the state and called on Minnesota lawmakers to use some of the state's multi-billion dollar budget surplus to address law enforcement recruiting and staffing issues. Governor Tim Walz has proposed an additional $300 million for general public safety initiatives in his budget and is also pushing for new gun control measures, including expanded background checks and raising the minimum age for purchase of military-style semi-automatic firearms. I'm Tim Nelson. 
The Minneapolis City Council today voted to tweak plans for the former Roof Depot site in South Minneapolis. The proposal still needs to be approved by the Neighborhood Association, but would dedicate three acres to the East Phillips Neighborhood's Institute's vision for an urban farm and create a workplace training center at the city's public works facility. Council President Andrea Jenkins voted for the proposal, but also supported a contract for the demolition of the building on the site. The council passed over neighborhood opposition. I I believe that racism and environmental racism has created significant health impacts in many, many communities. So I absolutely recognize and understand the very real concerns that folks are bringing forward today. Neighborhood activists vowed to continue to fight the city's plans. In sports, the Timberwolves beat the Pelicans last night in New Orleans 111-102. Anthony Edwards led the Wolves with 37 points, and the Wolves host the Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow night. The Wild host the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. In St. Paul, the Wild have lost three straight games. And here's a look at the weather. Our chilly temps will rebound briefly tomorrow before turning sharply colder this weekend. Snow may arrive in the Twin Cities metro area late this evening, with periods of snow overnight ending early Friday. Many areas are expected to see around one inch of snow from Thursday evening into Friday morning. Single-digit or below zero highs expected over the weekend for much of the state. Next week looks chilly as well. And that's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Nina Moyni. Kathy Werzer will have an update tomorrow.